an electronic salesman and his roommate set out to win back his girl and kill zombies in Shot of the Dead. Mafia, wake up, wake up. You have created a monster and it will destroy you. I'm not gonna lie, Eric. When I saw him selling nothing but CRTs, I died inside a little bit. <laughs> I was like, he did what? Cow. CRT TVs, tube TVs, oh, yeah, instead yeah, of yeah. flat screens in the oh, electronic yeah. store. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. I was like, I don't remember it being that old, but I did. I did catch this movie later uh, after it was out. I did too. I think I caught it. Maybe even after Hot Fuzz, which mm. let's just go ahead and call it what it is, Eric. The superior movie. But Hot Fuzz is? Yeah, absolutely. Well dang, man. Hot, fu- Hot Fuzz. Throwing throwing your uh Hot Fuzz is a, is a your, your takes out. I don't think I've ever seen Hot Fuzz, so Oh, Hot Fuzz is a masterclass. Like it puts this and World's End, the other parts of the, I think it's called the Cornetto trilogy, mm-hmm. it puts them to shame, and it's not even close. Well, I'm just go ahead and say I think it. we might as well pack so up our bags. Everybody can know this where movie I has been reviewed. I think we are done for today. That's right. That's right. See y'all later. <laughs> well, welcome back to the Monster vs. Men podcast. This is the bargain basement of the Monster Podcasting Airwaves, where two friends try to stay alive and stay connected by chatting about this week, Shaun of the Dead. Alex, a relationship, who is Ed and who is Sean? That is the question. Ooh, oh, okay, okay. Uh, you know, I'll be Ed, you know, the one that's just wanting to have some fun. And you can be Sean, the one who thinks he's changing and just isn't. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, I'll take yeah, that. I, what do you what do you think? What do you think? Uh, I, I'll take I'll take that. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, okay, okay. Actually, you know what? Maybe I'm Sean and you're the mom. <laughs> that might be true too. <laughs> I'm Barbara. Oh, or maybe you're the responsible roommate. Uh, yeah. That do you get into turned a into a zombie? Yes, but you also seem like you're responsible and kind of cool. Well, that guy is also a jerk. So. Eh, kind of. Exactly. I like him. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's hard to decide, but yeah. All right. Well, let's jump into this film since we're already into it, Alex. Yeah, I, I thought we were done already, but yeah. Much. <laughs> I guess we'll talk more. Director Edgar Wright is known for his films that subvert expectations. In 2004's Shaun of the Dead, he subverts our expectations of zombies and zombie films. But does Wright get Shaun of the Dead right, or is Shaun of the Dead more sight than bite? Ooh, yeah, I think this is this is definitely the film that deservedly put Wright on the map. And I think overall, Shaun of the Dead is done mostly right. It's funny, and like Brain Dead, it's kind of about a guy becoming a man, kind of. 
And I'll probably get into that a bit more later. <laughs> but I really like the humor here, though. You know, the repeating of the jokes and gags. And what, what's so great about these moments, though, is that they are reliant on the viewer really paying attention to the film. Like, you can't half watch this or you're not going to find any hardly anything yeah. funny. And it, it requires you to have your full attention on the film because it really... <laughs> The gags pay off really well. And I just love that we get to see these same shots over and over, both before and during the apocalypse. Yeah. Which is fun. Oh, yeah. Now, for me, Shaun of the Dead has bite, sight, and fight, really. So I am a fan of this type of humor. It's silly, smart, ironic, sometimes outlandish, but that's just what makes it so fun. In particular, I'm especially fond of the first half of this film. Before Sean and Ed even realize that there are zombies, right? Sean's obliviousness to the world around him just cracks me up. And the stylized nature of the filmmaking through the sound design, the music, the edits, the shots and the recurring shots like you mentioned, those really stand (laughs) out in that first hour. Now, after the zombies are introduced, we get a slightly different tone, which I still do enjoy. Uh, Just not as much as I do early on in this film. Once I jumped into this, I realized I had seen this before. It's been a long time. I probably watched it with you back in the day. Um, But I am happy to report that it kept me engaged almost throughout. So I was an attentive audience, and I think that helped my overall enjoyment, like you already said. So did you think you had never seen this before? Then you started watching, like, oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, you probably did watch it with me because I, I watched it There's in a chunk of films. <laughs> there was a chunk of films from like, I just don't remember seeing them. It's weird. Uh, next week's film, I don't remember seeing it for the first time either, but I had. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So there's like some films, and that tells you something maybe a little bit about a film, but I will say this one made a bigger impression on me this time than it did initially. That's for sure. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And, and I'll agree with you that this film definitely kept my attention. And mm-hmm. I actually was surprised by how well I remembered a lot of the film, mm-hmm. despite it probably being over 10 years since I saw it originally. But really when I, when I was, <laughs> when I was remembering things, it's really the sequence of events yeah. that I remembered. Uh, you know, the settings and just the the bar scene at the end, mm-hmm. but not necessarily the characters that mm-hmm. I really remember, you know? No, you're, you're I didn't right. remember Ed. That That's what you remember. You remember, you remember kind of like walking aimlessly through the streets while zombies are in the background. I remember that. I remember parts of the bar <laughs> scene at the end, right? The guy getting torn out. Yes. the wind. Like, I remember certain things in this film, but you're right. The characters you don't necessarily remember. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's a, that's one of the more interesting things about this experience of watching it this time is I didn't remember Ed being such a loser and just really completely unlikable <laughs> for the most part. Like I remember feeling when I watched this the first time, feeling kind of sad that he was a zombie chained up in the shed. This time I was like, ah, he's about the same. Probably just as just probably contributes just as much now as he did then. Which is the point. And 
<laughs> yeah, it is the point. It is the point. But I remember feeling sad about it <laughs> last time. And this time I'm like, yeah, he kind of had a good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's probably fine because <laughs> he really is he's just a terrible person all the way around <laughs> one of the funniest things though that I loved about <laughs> Ed though is when Sean goes into the house without Ed and he somehow wrecks the car <laughs> while he's in there yeah, but yeah. he wrecks it you don't, see, you don't yeah. see what happens but you know he just wrecked the car on purpose so he could yeah. drive the Jaguar <laughs> uh, so dumb <laughs> It's it's so dumb. It's so funny. And there's elements like that that are really <laughs> make the film enjoyable. But the thing about Ed though is like he never does anything selfless. Nope. Until you know he gets the, the shotgun ready, and you know that's to buy them time at the end of the film. And that's not necessarily selfless. It's just he knows he's gonna die, so he's just gonna do something. Yeah. Everything else though much like Sean, really, is it, like between the two of them, everything they do is just so selfish. I, I think the moment that really opened my eyes, and it's not something I caught when I watched the movie originally, but something that really caught my eyes was how big of losers Sean and Ed are, even at the end of the film. Especially, like, they have no growth, which is purposeful, to be fair. Is the moment where the two Sean's meet. And what I mean is like two the two separate teams that are the exact same. Yeah. <laughs> where they're cutting through the backyards and Sean meets the other team that just has all the same copies. You know, we get selfless adult female yeah. Sean who is leaving the city <laughs> with her team. And then we get dumb Sean, whose bright idea is to go into the center of the city during a zombie apocalypse to a building with more windows than any other around it and hole up there. <laughs> Which is, it's, while the idea is really yeah. funny and humor, it is humorous in premise, yeah. but within the, and even within the context of it being like a comedy, it is a little perhaps too dumb. <laughs> and I think... And it's like almost a little hard for me to swallow that <laughs> I know that's why it's funny, but I, I'm also like, this is incredibly yeah. stupid. And I get the whole point is that they always go back to this yeah, pub. Yeah, yeah. Like it's the only <laughs> idea Ed and Sean can ever come up with because it's all they care about. Oh man. I get it. But it's kind of like some of the zombie logic yeah, in the film. It- Sometimes there are things in this film, especially in the last 30 minutes, that I think are almost forced in uh, just to have certain things. Yeah, I'm sure I'll get to some of my issues with the zombie logic here in in a little bit. But I I don't know, the the going to, is it called Wellington? Yeah, I think Wellington. Uh, (laughs) Does not bother me. It's it's, it's so dumb. It just, it cracks me up, right? It's the only idea they have. And despite... It being the <laughs> real point of tension between Liz and Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Sean still can't inevitably <laughs> go to Wellington. Uh, it's just inevitable <laughs> for him. But I do think for some, the humor will turn people off because it is hard to mix zombies with mm. comedy. But as I, th- as I think I said in the episode uh, that we reviewed Brain Dead. I think Braindead showed a path for these types of films. 
because this film definitely felt mm-hmm. influenced by Peter Jackson, right, in that style. The humor, though, in Brain Dead is quite different. Whereas, you know, there's a here, I will say there's a bit, maybe not a ton, but there's a bit of sophistication that we didn't see in Brain Dead. Uh, you mentioned <laughs> it at the top, but one of my favorite humor devices is just how we keep those jer- jokes reoccurring. Uh, from the gun to the dog looking up to the couple that seems to be making out upon Sean's entry into the Wellington after Liz mm-hmm. broken up with them. It turns out it's just been an attack <laughs> the entire time, <laughs> right? Uh, I love those little twists and little recurring jokes that makes the audience feel like they are a part of an inside joke. Yeah, I also just love that, and I think you were hinting at this before, that with just a few changes in really demeanor, Sean goes from perceived loser to poised leader, though in reality, not much has changed. (laughs) He's the the exact same, (laughs) except for now he can climb up the wall uh, to the apartment. Like, (laughs) he can do a few things. He's got some physical confidence, I would say, but nothing has changed. At the end of the day, he still has the dumbest idea imaginable. Which is, I really do appreciate that the film does that. Mm-hmm. It, some of its other commentary, I, I get it. It's got the same Dawn of the Dead commentary, like people just kind of meandering around. They show so many shots of people just walking around, and you know they're not zombies, but they're walking like zombies. They do that a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, I think, I think the film doesn't really. I think it only needs it in the context of Sean's scenes that are really when he's walking around town and all that stuff, mm-hmm. like just his daily life. I don't think showing the rest of the world like that is doing anything new <laughs> by any means. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what you said is exactly right. And and that's exactly what makes Sean of the dead special. It, it's these, you put it perfectly. The end that the film does. I mean, it is really winking and nodding to you. But if you're not looking in its direction, you're never going to catch it. Mm-hmm. And that's something I really <laughs> appreciate about it. Um, but while I love the humor, I do, once again, we keep kind of going back to this. And I'm not surprised. We haven't had a lot of zombie comedies. But I have to reflect on Brain Dead and comment on something that we both talked about when we watched Brain Dead. While we had some problems with the middle portion of it you know i think we both like the first act and the last act the final that that final 30 minutes of brain dead is just phenomenal and it kind of elevates some of the lower points where we just kind of meander for too long in the middle yeah i think the first hour of Shaun of the dead is pretty strong but i think things get pretty weak in the final 30 minutes of this film i think Brain Dead becomes absolutely hysterical in the in the last bit. Here, though, while they still do some clever jokes and they even have people fighting a zombie to the beat of music, mm-hmm. which is admittedly a little funny. <laughs> um, I I think that the most of the scene is actually a little too dark for the rest of the film and what it wants to be. You know, the bar scene with his mom. Uh, it goes on for a long time, and it's it's a, it's a pretty dark moment. And you know, the ripping apart of uh, their friend that that likes his girlfriend, that likes Liz. I can't even remember mm-hmm. his name. Um, what was it? It was a 
what was that? It was like uh, Ben. No, it wasn't Ben. Was it Ben? I don't know. Let me see. I'm looking it up. David. Okay. David. And then when he gets ripped apart, it's super graphic. And it's not played up for comedy at all. And that's okay. Like, dark moments in a comedy can really actually help elevate comedy. But it's almost too out of left field. And it also stays for way too long. I I think the dark spots here are not as good. Because I think they actually handle um, the stepdad. uh, It was Bill Knight. I think they handle that perfectly. Mm. Actually, I think that that's the perfect amount of dark and comedy mixed and character development all peppered in in like a perfect it really amount was. of time. That's a, that's a high moment. It really is a high moment. And then, like, you know, he finally has that admission in the car. They leave the car. He has to convince his mom that that's not mm-hmm. him anymore. Like, those are all really good moments. Mm-hmm. But here we just sit in it for way too long. And it, it doesn't, it, honestly, it's not earned. And not not like in a bad way, like they just shoehorned it in. I just think we just like sit in it, and it's just I'm like, why am I? Why are we doing this right now? Well, I thought this was like, yeah, I mean, I agree. I with, know, I it agree just with doesn't, you it doesn't part, work because, but I mean, not all. I agree with you well, it, for the mom. I think the mom scene ooh, is too yeah. long, uh, and it's just too drawn out. And I don't even know if you need it. It's just like it is really dark. Now the David, I actually disagree. I actually think it is played up a bit for laughs, right? You you make David clearly jerk, right? He's he's the biggest jerk uh, oh, yeah. of of this group Definitely. for sure, right? Which doesn't justify giving him a horrible death, but it's how the film gets away with it, right? Uh, is you play yeah. him up as the biggest jerk, but then the fact that it's so gruesome and there hasn't been anything like that. And it just goes on a couple beats longer than it absolutely should. <laughs> like that's it. Actually, I yeah. think it is playing up for laughs there. Now you might not think it's funny, see, but I, I, I definitely think they're going for that because it's just it's just so out of left field. There hasn't been anything near that violent, but it happens to be this guy that they're going to show the violence to. They wouldn't do that to anybody else. Where Brain Dead does it to everybody, right? They wouldn't do it to anybody else, but they do it to the jerk guy, and they just take it way too long. And that it's the character's reactions to that scene that go on that goes on too long that makes it funny, like their facial reactions that actually makes it somewhat comedic. Um, See, I think the comedy in that scene works better if he doesn't have that apology right beforehand, hmm. and he's kind of got that moment of like self realization where he's like kind of realize like how bad he's been, and then they do that to him. And it, I just don't think it. It didn't work for me. I'm just like, oh, this kind of seems gratuitous for no reason. <laughs> if they had done it while he was being a jerk and do, like, waving guns in people's faces and stuff, it, it would have been pretty funny, I think. <laughs> and then they have the girlfriend, after that gruesome moment, run out and die. Yeah, it makes no sense. That, would, that made no sense. And it's like, so, so like, it, that last 30, I think it's a bunch of ideas slapped together in poorly paced and thought out ways. Mm. And I just don't think a lot of it works at the end. Now, I'm not saying it's bad by any means, because we still get the gun moment. That's absolutely hilarious. The <laughs> the dog jokes, yeah. the, the the fighting the zombie to the beat of the music. Yeah. And then, you know, there's, there's several good comedy bits here, but I think overall the final 30 is, a, 
is a bit of a fail for me. Mm. But other than that, I mean, again, we still we still have a really strong yeah. hour before that. But I I want to hear what you, maybe I think what it's you a think. fail um, for me. Uh, I think it's weaker, but I, I think there's a lot of fun in that last thirty minutes. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, there is some weakness in the zombie logic, which definitely sounds like something you would complain about, Alex. But I also think it's <laughs> true here. I think it gets away with a bit more because it is a comedy, which allows me to suspend mm-hmm. some disbelief. But still, it's a bit too nonchalant at critical moments that really lessen the tension that could be here. Zombie comedies ideally are full of humor, but still maintain a bit of tension, right? Just a bit. That's what elevates it to the highest level is if you can kind of blend two genres and get the best of both worlds. I will say, though, I, I, I had forgotten pretty, forgotten pretty much everyone dies in the film, except for Sean and Liz. So <laughs> I'll give it a little bit of credit for killing off everyone, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, it does deserve some credit for that, probably. I would say the one of the more frustrating things also is how long we focus on, like, that Sean can't shoot a gun. I think it's funny at first, but it goes on for so long. Yeah, it's a little, little long. <laughs> or we just see him shoot all over. Like he just hits the wall and like the <laughs> the windowsill, and like only he hits one zombie. It, it's funny. I like the point it's making that not everybody is like, going to be able to shoot a gun, but it goes on too long. Maybe so. Maybe so. But well, that's my that's that's my right there. <laughs> Yeah. NVM Plus today, Alex, patreon.com forward slash NVM pod. We're going to talk about our next series plan. So we've only got a couple episodes left of our zombie series. We'll talk about our next series plan. We'll talk about NVM Plus and NVM for the rest of the year. Kind of have a meta analysis, one of our state of the show types of episodes here Ooh. for NVM Plus this week. And again, you can find that in all of our bonus episodes at patreon.com forward slash NVM pod. Let's get into our awards. Alex, who'd you have? Compelling character. I had girl Sean. I, I think her name may have been Mary. I can't remember. Yeah, something like that. But I I wanted to see her journey so, so bad after she shows up at the end of the film with, with the army. I, I, I would have loved to have seen that whole story. Like, in like a, a Sean, Sean of the Dead 1.5 or, was it, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, was it Shay Lynn or what was her name? I can't remember. What was it? It was something similar to, to Sean. Ah, it was, I was I like Shay Lynn or something like that. But um, it, may, it may have been. My compelling character was probably Liz, which is the girlfriend, right? Um, because, yeah, I, I, I don't know exactly what she sees in Sean. <laughs> to begin with. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, but then I don't really know what she sees in Sean to end with either. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I guess it's just the fact that Sean <laughs> takes charge, right? He, like, that's the one thing that he does is he may not be right, right? He may not be right, but at least mm-hmm. he is taking charge of the situation, even if it is completely dumb. Um is better than he has been doing, where he's just been letting the world come to him and hopefully something will happen to him. Um, his one sort of subtle shift is that he's taking it to the world instead of letting the world take it to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
I guess that's it. He may be dumb while doing it. There's no doubt. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, Oh, and the person, her name, my my Michael Pelly character's name is Yvonne. So Sean and Yvonne, which is hilarious. There you go. There you go. Uh, Most memorable line award. I'll start, uh, Alex. It Mm -hmm. was from Ed as they're going to go uh, rescue Sean's mom, Barbara, when Ed says, we're coming to get you, Barbara, right? Which is just a throwback to Night of the Living Dead, um, which is awesome. That. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> and mine mine was uh, Diane, who I think is actually pretty funny in this movie. She's looking at a zombie. and She says, just look at the face. It's vacant with a hint of sadness, like a drunk. Who's lost a bet? Oh, she's trying to tell them all oh, how man. to act like something. It's actually a perfect it's so description. Good. Yeah. <laughs> like a drunk who's lost oh. a bet. <laughs> it's such a good description, <laughs> though, really. It really is. I, I was getting up to get something at that moment, right? Yeah. And I literally, like, put myself in that character. I was like, hey, I think that works really well. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> that was good. Uh, can't believe the acting award. Who'd you have? Yeah. Um, I had Peter Serafinanavis, uh, who played Pete, their roommate. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I, I actually really liked his character. Like, Yes, he's a bit of a jerk, but I kind of liked him, actually. And I definitely liked him more than I did Ed. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I, I kind of... <laughs> I kind of wanted to know. I kind of expected him to be in the movie a little bit longer. I forgot how quickly he turned into a zombie, um, but I think that's because I've seen him in other stuff lately. I was like, oh, I kind of expected his role to be a little bit bigger. Uh, <laughs> I just but yeah. So oh, he does a good job being a zombie naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just realized his name was Pete. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, uh, my can't believe the acting award is Bill Nye as Philip. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did. I I loved his character, right? Um, yeah. As he plays the stepdad, who Sean can never like. Even after the fact, he doesn't call him his, his stepdad, right? Uh, <laughs> or he doesn't call him his dad. He always has to admit his stepdad, even after he's dead. Um, he has to correct people. Uh, but there is that confession moment that he has that's awesome where he knows he's about to go and so he talks to sean candidly i love that moment i love the moment that he turns Mm -hmm. i love the moment where he is comes into the shop and it's just kind of creepy and seems a little bit and there's some joke about uh him dying right uh Mm -hmm. It, all of that. I really thought he was great in this film, so I got to give it to Bill Nye as Philip. <laughs> he definitely deserves it. Um, what about your? Oh, that's a good shot award. Mine is the the whole shot. It's the shot where um, it's the first zombie that Sean had take oh. on, and they push her over, and she she like falls into that umbrella pole or something, mm-hmm. some pole. Yeah, that's that's what it was, and. Then she gets up, and there's just that shot that goes through her body, and you see Sean's face. I like that's hilarious. <laughs> Dude, it was so good. I, I like that effect, too. It looked really good. It was a little CG, oh, yeah. but I, I, it was good. I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> Mine, so there's some really good shots in here um, that are like 
part of the inside joke where they're like those that really long tracking shot of Sean walking down the street out of his apartment yeah. into the store. And those are really cool. And I like that they do the shot twice. Oh yeah. Which is awesome. Um, but really the, the one that I like, and I think it's cause the, the shot is almost directly referenced in uh, hot fuzz, which is Ed loading the shotgun or lo- he's loading the gun as they like get ready to leave to defend them. And it's, it, I believe that exact same shot is used in hot fuzz as well. <laughs> yeah. I, I know there are a couple of recurring shots I had read about, like some, some right staples. So maybe that's one of them. It might be, and I might be mis- misremembering, but don't correct me <laughs> if you find out otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Unique awards, Alex. I've got my favorite bar character. You know, they're giving these these characters backstories. <laughs> yeah. Um, mine is John Steve Emerson, who plays John, who is the cartel member. Oh yeah, he's just awesome, and he's a great zombie at the end as well. <laughs> the kind of the big boss of the whole thing. So he's yeah, awesome. Yeah, that was yeah. He is a big boss. I God, they fought him for so long. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's no. I, I I do think uh, Edgar Wright does he does s- such good work with music, mm-hmm, he does. right? And like I mean, that has to be one of his staples as a filmmaker in all of his movies. Music just plays a key role, and it does here too. Uh, you can just tell this is a he's a music fan, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> like a huge nerd um, when it comes to that. Uh, but it's great here as well. Yeah, he's a lot like him and James Gunn are two directors that i associate with music whenever they do a project yeah yeah it makes sense um all right yeah my my uh let's see oh we got our unique awards next eric you already mm-hmm. got yours so i'm yeah, gonna do that's my what i was just saying my favorite bar character yeah, yeah. My, <laughs> i lost track of where i was um my best ongoing joke there's a few uh you know i think my favorite is probably one of the tracking shots but i really like the gun joke because of how mm-hmm. it pays off with the dogs looking up joke. <laughs> and it's just constantly yeah. referenced. I, I just love that the dog looking up thing is so completely absurd because it's like immediately testable. <laughs> and it's like, how yeah. do you not know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was yeah. funny. It was funny. Oh. It was good. All right, Alex, final thoughts and tiered rating. I'll go ahead and start. I think I'm a little higher on this film than you are, so I'll, I'll start. Um, yeah, I think this film is solid. This is this made a much bigger impression. I enjoyed it much more than I thought I would uh, based off of my initial viewing. I, I had faint memories of watching this film, as I said before, and I definitely remembered a lot more of it, kind of like you said, as I got into it. But as I watched it this time, I just saw more intricacies in the film, um, uh, more of those inside jokes, more of those technical aspects that impressed me this time around. There's not a ton of, of in-depth character work here with our side characters. Um, there's not too much character depth with our main characters. <laughs> uh, but overall, I love the humor here. This is, this is my type of humor. It's just funny, quirky. Um, a little bit smart, but not really. Uh, <laughs> pretty outlandish. So I, I enjoy that type of humor. Yes, some of the zombie logic, especially in the 
back 30 minutes kind of puts me off a little bit. And I, I do think there are a few pacing issues in the middle third that I didn't mention. That's the only part where I was, I, there was a couple moments where I was like, eh, this is getting a little bit like, where are we heading here? But after that, and despite those um, few moments of bad zombie logic, I really enjoyed this. So this is an upper Gamera tier film for me, bordering on Godzilla tier. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it much more than I thought I was going to. Mm, yeah, that's good. That's good. I I am I'm probably around you somewhere. I, I'm not that much worse. I did have a, some critiques of the film. I think probably because I felt like I was probably higher on this before I saw it again. <laughs> and then my critiques kind of reared their head during this viewing. Um, mm-hmm. And I kind of remember feeling a similar way when I watched it the first time, but I think time has kind of, kind of put like a, a, a rosy tint on the film for me. And so right, watching it around this time, this time, I, I, I was a little more down on it. But that being said, there is just some really great humor here. And it's really cleverly done um, with the just the use of, you know, things you can only do in film. You know, these <laughs> ongoing jokes, these, these, track, these ridiculous, <laughs> well-made tracking shots <laughs> that are mm-hmm. just a joke. Um and then also some of the clever stuff with Ed and, you know, him wrecking the car on purpose, but not, it's never explicitly stated, but it's like the only way that this could have happened was if, if he did it on purpose. Um, mm. I, I, these moments are really kind of what make the film great. And you're right. It, it's really not until the zombie apocalypse is like fully here and Sean and Ed are aware of it. Do I think the film kind of takes a turn in terms of lesser quality? But I would say even then, it's pretty funny. I would say actually the best moment, like you said with me, is when uh, the stepdad dies, uh, Bill Nye's character, Philip. When he dies, I think that's the peak of the movie. And I think it kind of slides down after that moment. And if it wasn't for that backward slide, this would definitely be a Godzilla tier because it, it's so funny at first. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, that last 30 kind of hurts it for me. So it's probably like a mid uh, Gamera tier for me. Definitely re- mandatory zombie viewing. But I will say this. Zombieland is better. So mm-hmm. go ahead and say it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> Alex has spoken. And am I bitter about not watching Zombieland? Yes. Seventy-five <laughs> percent uh, <laughs> of our audience disagrees with you, apparently. So it's all right. They haven't watched the movie in ten years either. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, Alex, we watch World War Z. Uh, will we want to flee, or will it make us go wee? Oh. All right, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to watch World War Z with Brad Pitt. Will his acting make me throw a fit, or will I want to pitch a tent? Where I'm not. I'll cut that part out. Um, that'll be the end of my ride. <laughs>
As always, thank you for listening to Monsters vs. Men. You can leave us feedback on this episode at nvmpod.com or email us nvmpod at gmail.com. Become a bargain base my at patreon.com forward slash nvmpod and receive weekly bonus content. Monsters vs. Men is produced by Alex Cornette, executive producer Kevin Alexander, Faye Bissier, John Freeman, and Michael Herndon. Special thanks to our wives, comma, rock band for PlayStation 3, which form cell block B. Louis Loops, Senior Honda, Drew the Collector, Instagram Connector, and you, the listener, for listening. Until next time, don't forget that walking like a zombie let you walk through them earlier, and you could do it again. And try, try to, to stay, stay alive. alive. Mafia, wake up, wake up. You have created a monster and it will destroy you. Maybe I'm Sean and you're the mom. That might be true too. <laughs>